0: Yeah,
1: baby. It's the Luke and Pete show. It is Monday, the twenty-first of December. Many happy returns. Are we going to be? Brought, oh, hang on, are we going to be putting out Thursday's show on Christmas, Christmas Eve? Eve? Baby. That's going to be exciting, isn't it? That's going to be exciting. Yeah, yeah. Is it going to be exciting, or have you just overhyped it? Uh, A little bit. I mean, we're going to be recording it in a bit, so we'll find out. We've got no plans, so we don't know what you've got, obviously, but I've got nothing. It's It's basically this show, but more of it. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely right. How are you, Peter? I'm good. I'm good. It sounds like, um, I, I mean, talking to and experiencing people's like social media outbursts on Twitter. Mm. I, I think I might be doing considerably better than everyone else. I'm, I'm all right. I'm happy. Yeah. I, I normally <laughs> everyone's um, losing their minds. They are, and it's a difficult
0: time for everyone, isn't it? And we should mm. show solidarity with all of our, all of our listeners to say that they must. Yeah, we understand everyone's having a difficult time. Um, but yeah, I normally keep. I mean, back in the day, as you well know, I used to pipe up on Twitter. But more recently, right. I've kept my light under a One bushel. Counsel. I would say, yeah, until <laughs> the weekend. Light, Come on, <laughs> no, it's fair darkness. enough.
1: Very much
0: uh, my, my plague under a bushel, um, <laughs> but I, I exploded over the weekend at Zach Goldsmith. So, oh
1: yeah, uh, yeah, that was a bit of
0: a release. Yeah. I've had a bit of a week of it, so that was a nice little pressure release.
1: Yeah, you've had you've had a rough rough little time of it. So obviously, um, if we deal with the bigger problems, and then you're. Small, slightly smaller problems. I'm going to say, but to you, obviously, much bigger. Um, We're now in 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 lockdown. Obviously, a lot of parts of the uh, of the country in the UK are in um, tiers two and three. Uh, London and certainly where I am is uh, is tier four. Uh, 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 Here to kind of like I didn't really realize that uh, tier four existed until we were in it. Nope. No, it's like Spinal Tap when they just turned everything up to 11.
0: <laughs> Why not just make 10 louder? No, nah, it's not going I up know. to
1: 11. Just make tier three
0: harsher. <laughs> no, we're in <within> tier <laughs> four now. I, someone said over the weekend on Twitter that um, tier um, 11 will just be Boris Johnson s- circling over you in a helicopter, sniping you if you try and put the bins out.
1: <laughs> oh, lordy. Yeah, it's been mm. a funny few days. So for a lot of people, they've had to reverse all of their plans for uh, Christmas. Have you, have you had to uh, make many changes?
0: I'm one of those people, yeah. So, um, sadly, we. uh, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's not the end of the world. I know people have had it far worse than I have, and Mm. we've got a pretty good setup here, Mimi and I. So I can't complain too much. But I mean, I feel sorry for my parents, obviously, and for you know my niece who can't see her grandparents over Christmas and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And then the worst thing about it, Pete, is not that the um, the situation. I think people broadly understand the situation, unless you're a Tim Mm. Fool hat wearing buffoon you know that how, how important it is the problem is the message and delivery of the message and the timing of the message right so my it might feel like a small thing to to some people but like for example my parents have now got a kitchen full of food no one to eat it mm. you know and and there'll be people out there who've trained tickets and all the rest of it we had a nightmare i I spent the weekend speaking to a lot of our colleagues at stakhanov about what they're going to do because obviously a, a lot of them are younger and have made their plans they're not sure what to do and yeah, it's just a whole faff, really. So it's been it's been a difficult time. Obviously, I've got my bag swiped on Tuesday as well, which made things a lot more difficult. So all in all, oh, and by the way, also, for those eager eared listeners, as I like to call them, who will notice that I'm not on the Football Ramble this week, that's because I'm, I've also been told I've got to isolate because my test and trace app pinged. So oh, really? I'm, stuck, I'm stuck in the house until Boxing Day anyway. <laughs> So in actual fact, Pete, if this, if the tears hadn't changed for my situation personally, it would have been worse because I would have technically been able to go to see my parents, but I wouldn't have been able to because I would have been isolating. So I had to stay oh, no. indoors until, until Boxing Day, mate.
1: Well, I sort of noticed there's this kind of like valley, like south of London, um, not including like places like Kent. Like you've got... This kind of like tier two wonderland until you get to Gosport. Yeah, <laughs> And it's just like yeah. Sorry, the was, like
0: not in tier four. And then as soon as you get to Portsmouth <laughs> and Gosport, it's in tier four again. Yeah, I think there's it a bit. It jumps
1: straight over three and four. I
0: think there's been a lot of pressure on the hospitals down there, and as ever, right. you know, I don't know. Make it a kind of more broad political point, but. Um, there aren't as many hospitals down there as there used to be. So what a surprise they're being overwhelmed. So there used to be a big hospital in Gosport itself called uh, called Hasler, which is a Navy hospital that was closed mm. um, to all intents and purposes a few years ago. So now everyone's relying on QA in Portsmouth, which is about, I don't know, a six or seven mile drive away. So, I mean, I imagine mm. it's under an awful lot of pressure. So look, it's not a great time, but it is Christmas week. So maybe we should just try and keep it positive. Um you know, I had I had my bag stolen, but I got my notepad back thanks to a good Samaritan. So that's a nice thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we just have to push on, Pete. We just got to do our thing. Yeah. What's, what's happening with I, you I'm, anyway? That's I'm, enough about me. What I'm, are you doing?
1: I'm just interested about this whole hospital thing, because presumably a, a hospital nearer the coast has literally half the catchment area. So <laughs> it know, should was, be I half as full, this, surely.
0: I don't know what this is. I, I don't know what the thinking is. Some reason we don't That was certainly hospitals. that was certainly the rationale
1: yeah. for closing Hartlepool hospital because we're on the coast your own the, the 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 smart money is to put a hospital away from the coast because then you are serving everyone in a 360 kind of like direction. But if your hospital is on the coast, you're only serving 180% because you're on the coast. Fascinating. That's a weird um, thing. I never really thought about that before. Uh, yeah. It, well, it, it makes sense, doesn't it? What, someone think of the think fish. They need hospitals as well. <laughs> I know. Little fish hospital. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so can I get a quick update on, on the lad who um, found your... So, yeah. This is the exciting story. Like, this lad just found your notebook and your bag somewhere in the middle of nowhere, or...? So shout out to Callum. I Instagrammed mm. about him.
0: Good, good kid. Mm. Um, yeah. So I was in the pub on Tuesday the night before the pubs were closing down again, mm. uh, and we went for a couple of drinks with um Sam, aka cameraman Sam, who um mm. who would um who would lot stop working with us. And obviously you can only have a certain amount of people going out, but we thought we'd just have a quick drink with him. And as I was in the pub garden, I guess when my back was turned, my bag was on the floor, uh, and and the pub garden was full of bags. There was like fifty bags there. Um, mm. But mine got mine got swiped basically. Right. I only realised when I went to leave, and it had everything in it. So it had my laptop, two pairs of headphones, uh, because obviously work I need certain types of headphones, and um, my sunglasses. But most importantly, my notepad right, which is got everything in it. All my work for the last year is in it. So notes and ideas and mm. st- situation places where I am with certain projects. Doorbings. Yeah, exactly. Rude doorbings. I got really mm. good at drawing um, a lady's breast in a graffiti style. <laughs> that I was gonna, I was gonna um, actually transfer over to maybe doing it on the side of a wall or something. Mm, so that was all gone. Um, yeah. But I got off the, the next night, and I was kind of resigned to have lost everything. But the next night, I got a phone call from an unknown number, and it was this kid. Uh, and I could hear his mum in the background. I telling him the questions to ask me, and um, turns out he was on his. He's at home in North London because he's back for Christmas from university and he mm. was walking back from seeing his mate and uh, he saw my notepad on the side of the pavement and um, picked it up and found my mobile phone number in it and called me and arranged mm. for me to come round to his place to pick it up. So I had a nice socially distanced chat with him and his mum. And uh, no. gave him a little reward and a Christmas card, and uh, he gave him my notepad back. So I'm looking at it right now. I've got the notepad back, thankfully. So everything else is replaceable. Of course, it costs money, yeah. and that's a pain. But um, the notepad was irreplaceable. But thankfully, it is
1: now back in my possession. Is it? Is it? Is it uh, damaged? Was it water damaged at any point? Cause no. The, the problem. The problem I find when when things like Amazon deliveries turn up, um, you have got like we have got like a. Bit round the back of the house where they can just throw all packages, and goodness me, they do. Yeah. Um, but then on a rainy day, oh, it don't have to get soggy.
0: Oh, yeah. So I was fortunate. So what he also did, Callum, bless him, he's a really good kid. I mean, I, I'd be, yeah, you know, I know I'm, I'm older, um, but I was, I'm at the stage now where I was thinking, if he was my son, I'd be so proud because he's yeah. done the right thing. He's gone out of his way to help someone out like a week or two before Christmas and he's you know i hope he gets some good karma out of it because he definitely deserves it. Um, I would have sent pages back one by one. Yeah one, one. yeah one you, by if one you want to yeah. You see the rest of you. Yeah. But, but but Pete what about this this is a measure of the man he is. He um mm. he all the associated paperwork that i had stuffed in my notepad he went mm. around and picked it all up. Oh, and and put it all back so in really there and so um so luckily, it wasn't raining or anything. So I got it back in pretty much the same condition it was in before when I lost it. You wouldn't even know, really. It's it's, um, you, it's in good. How
1: far it? How far had it uh, travelled?
0: I don't know. I think what's happened is some idiot. don't uh, no, some crackhead mm. or something has stolen it. Has legged it down the road. So basically, you know where the Elwyn Castle is in that pub, yeah. And then mm. the road that goes up from that to the office, it was like halfway yeah. between on the main road. So they legged it up that ah, road, right. opened the bag, taken all the stuff they wanted out of it, and then just chucked the rest of it to the side of the street. So right. So all the other stuff, like um, water bottle. Um, Nalgene.
1: Water to- no, no, you're not. Oh, no, the Nalgene, mate.
0: The Nalgene.
1: Did you, did you find did you sort of go back and find it in the street or I tried to find it but it wasn't point?
0: there by the time I got back i it was it you, there.
1: did you find because the only time I've ever had been ha- had stuff stolen off me um in in London uh I found a lot of my stuff in the bins behind the place where I'd got st- the stuff stolen i found like uh, a couple of bit bus- not business cards but a couple of business cards that, that that someone had given me from my wallet um and I huh. was very it was just very interesting and it all smelled of um onions because it had been in a bin but I was just wondering no, no, you, I didn't. You found so, it so, right. no.
0: From what what I've from piecing it together and from what young Callum told me, they just chucked it all by the side of the road. So, mm. it was no chance I could get anything littering else, as well
1: to add to their rap sheet. I know,
0: I know. I, I've, I've, you'll be pleased to know that I've already got a replacement now, Gene. So, uh, <laughs> but the thing is, <laughs> yeah. I know this sounds mental, and people listening, hopefully, <laughs> they'll understand what I mean. But the now jeans are made in such a way that you get little bumps and creases and scratches on them, and they become quite personalised. And so I'm actually quite right, sad okay. that I'm not going to see the old Nauru again. But I mean, you, you presumably
1: can't can't believe your luck. I mean, I've right, got I, that last I've sentence was the me. pathetic thing I've ever heard. Say, <laughs> shit, I mean, and that's you saying it. it, and that's me saying it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. So well, anyway, work. Peter, I'm that's enough about you me. Your feet. Thank I'm you very glad much. You bought some 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 malfunctioning headphones. Uh, yes. uh, that, that, that restricted our recording of the show to ten minutes late. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then also the back at the backup headphones. Well, the backup I at the
0: back of a drawer which I, I don't normally use because my cat chewed through the cable. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a bit it's of a shitty time to be
1: honest. Up... I think you had an alright yeah, I'd say, like all things considered, and just yeah. the end. It just seems to be really ramping up the pressure on young Moo.
0: Oh you are like this as well. I um I actually got round to buying myself one of these Garmin watches to check my um health and to make sure I'm exercising enough. Mm-hmm. Set that up the day before, I got told to isolate, so that's that's I can't use that. So great. Anyway, Peter, what's been going on with you? Talk to me about you. How's how's the beautiful Hertfordshire countryside? What have you been up to?
1: Um, not a lot really. I think um what's been the major kind of. You got your of, Christmas uh, present, I think... right? I got me Chris I got me I got... yes, yeah, thank you very much. I got my uh <laughs> my my twenty four crate of uh of Tisky. Um I've I've piled through up three individual uh well, two individual kind of four packs. Um, it was. It's actually good actually because I can ethically enjoy this Tisky um, because um, somebody pointed out on Twitter that uh, I think the, the creators of the creators, the craftsmen. Yeah, they're quite problematic, uh, aren't they? Yeah, they're quite problematic. And I, I uh, so thank you for giving me the gift of Tisky over Christmas that I can ethically drink because yeah. I, I didn't realise that, uh, yeah, they're, they're a problematic individual. So I'm on the hunt for a uh, an alternative fizzy lager, if anyone's got any uh, suggestions.
0: Lech. Isn't, Lech, isn't Lech, Lech one that they have in Poland as well?
1: Yeah, yeah, Lech or um, what's the other one? Is it Cruel or something? I mean, cool Lech would names. be fitting for you. <laughs> <laughs> No, e. Um, no, I'm just, I'm just, pre- just preparing for Christmas on, you know, getting some, getting a. What are you going to be doing if your plans change? Green then? ginger white. Need, Yeah, they have, but um, but it's fine. I'm happy. I'm, I, I, I like, I like Christmas. I, I was never going to go and see me uh, parents anywhere because they are traveling from Hartlepool to Manchester. i have still not seen me, me little niece, Sophie. Uh, she was born in like oh, all man this so year. I still not.
0: Fucking I know, still,
1: still, just not got to see it. So yeah, but um. We had a little video call. She was uh, she was on, in fine fact, on fine form. My uh, my, my uh, niece, um, uh, my niece keeps on uh, getting Emma. Is it keeps on um, really annoying her mum, who is a, 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 a staunch feminist, and she uh, really loves Disney princesses. Yeah. Um, which are frequently not the most kind of like uh, progressive uh, uh, female kind of empowered um, figures in sort of Disney lore. Um, so my sister's very, uh, very wound up about the fact that uh, the lure of the Disney princess is too much for. for. for Baby well, you've, Emma, got, so a you've got
0: a steerer. You've got a steerer to mm. the right ones. So basically, the ones, um, yeah. yeah, the more recent ones aren't as bad. So like Moana's mm. pretty good. She's pretty fearless. Mm. And she's yeah. sort of brought, told that she can do whatever she wants to do. Because my niece is the same, right? So my niece loves all that Disney stuff. But I also pepper her. I've tried as much as I can in my capacity as uncle and with Mimi as well, who's also very, very staunch um, feminist as well. We try to pepper her with, books and little things like t-shirts to show that like she can be whatever she wants to be and the fact Mm. that she's a girl shouldn't change anything so she's got um that's that book good night stories for rebel girls which is amazing which is this amazing bedtime storybook about all the most brilliant um women in history Um, and she's also got um a t-shirt she loves to wear of all like quite radical um you know influential and really high achieving women on it and so so what i think what it's about is not being a killjoy about it not kind of saying oh well, just because you're a girl who has expectations you can't enjoy these kind of stories because they are effectively fairy stories and kids at the yeah. age of 4 or 5 don't give a shit about that but it's about mm-hmm. making sure i think you condition them to understand that there should be no limitations on what they can have out of life because mm-hmm. they're female you know so I, 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 I would, I would, I would definitely advise against being a complete killjoy about it. I think there's a there's place for all of it because it is part of big popular culture, and also the last thing you want is for her not to be able to relate to her friends or whatever because she doesn't watch any of the same things or enjoy any of the same mm. things that they enjoy. So I think there's a balance to be struck, my man. That's what I would say.
1: I agree. I agree. Um, I, I mean, I would say that. Oh, just get her uh, a can of Tisky. You can be whatever <laughs> you want. Anything you want the while these down, yeah. You <laughs> can do whatever you want. You can drive. You feel more confident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. I got back I got back to the train station and I forgot I'd put my scooter at the train station and I got off and um I got off the train and then I was about to get on my scooter and I was like, "Hang on. I've had like a beer and a half here." Nah, <laughs> you like, got to be careful. Oh no. I know yeah. I cuz I've never ever been on the road ever i was like oh crap yeah i completely forgot so i almost how many times Be honest, how many crying.
0: times you've done it before before you realize
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear lordy terrible speaking business.
0: of speaking of um, young kids and, and that as you see that story um i think it was in the mirror uh mm. it came out over over the last week or so about um, this mom and her daughter being in the school nativity play so basically mm. right for those who haven't seen it this mum refused to attend her daughter's Christmas school play because yeah. her daughter was a tree, right? <laughs> now, I, I, can't like, I mean, I, I try to empathise with this position. I understand that might be a bit disappointing because everyone wants to think their kid is not the star of the show. But when mm. you drill down into the, into the story a bit more, apparently the kid who's in second grade, so I don't know how old that would be, like seven maybe, six or seven, Um <laughs> Apparently, she wanted to be a tree. She chose to be a tree because she didn't want to sing, right? It's a kid's own decision, right? Yet the mum still refused to go because, quote, unquote, I'm not taking a day off work because trees don't do anything. (laughs) 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 That's so sad. Isn't that so sad?
1: Anyone on, like, the Reddit kind of – okay? because I think this kid, this story came from Reddit, and, and, like, anyone who's asking the question, am I a dickhead on Reddit, yeah, You're a dickhead. That You're a dickhead. Subject, if you yeah, don't yeah. already know, you are a dickhead. It's just I a saw one of those like... the other
0: day, which was, "Am I a dickhead for not being pleased my wife got a promotion?" <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is the most open and
0: shut case of a dickhead I've there's ever just,
1: heard. There's just so many like controlling men and women who are just kind of like, "Oh, this is something's changed in my life," and I. I don't like it. And why am I feeling weird? And it's okay But to I, feel I, I totally weird, but just I, just don't tell anyone about it. <laughs> no, I totally get
0: it. Like, so you know, like the reason that Larry David on Curb is so good is because, like, he is unreasonable and he won't let anything go, and he is just mm. in, in, incredible. The stuff that he he gets up to, but yeah. a lot of the time with Larry David, and his Very character humor, in that, it? yeah, it's there is like a there's like a grain of truth in it. Like, hang on yeah. a minute. Yes, Larry is coming out of this looking worse, but. The hypocrisy here or or the 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 other side of this is actually quite interesting and he's very good at finding those things, right? In this case and on most of those subreddits, that is not the case. You know, <laughs> it's basically open and shut stuff. Like, am I unre- am I being unreasonable or am I a dickhead because um I drove my car into someone else's car and wouldn't give them my insurance details because they looked at me funny? Yes, you are being a complete dickhead. <laughs> You've been a complete idiot. It's it's, it's mad
1: it it's how that the it's how the um I just it just makes me laugh that the uh like what is what is the best case scenario for this mum like what is the best case scenario for this mum regarding like yeah. like the, the actual thing? like what is she going to see that is so incredibly exciting but you know what yeah. is what is the, i mean the deviation between like uh, someone you know standing there as a tree and you know singing as mary or whatever or one of the donkeys yeah. I, I don't know what the you know because i remember being at school and i remember being given I got given a good role uh in a play uh of an old man in the nativity and it, but it didn't really make it was a non-denominational school uh, in primary school before I moved to Catholic school so um the actual play was I was like an old man and it didn't really make much sense and 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 I think in the final <clears throat> nativity play I was I that role got taken off me because I'd stolen some books from the library uh, oh, the, here we the, go. The mobile library, and uh, and also um, they didn't trust me to learn the lines. It's which, not a punishment, both, is it? Both adequate things. Both adequate. Yeah, I was I was annoyed at the time, uh, oh, and so okay. they 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 settled on me having a fake detached hand, uh, which you know probably wouldn't happen these days. A fake detached <laughs> hand. Walking, and it was kind of like an amuse-bouche before the play started. I would walk onto the, the, the stage, I would have a fake detachable hand and I'd go and shake a man's hand, and, and, and another boy's hand, and the boy would pull my hand off as he shook it and he would scream and he would run off and that was all I was allowed to do in and the play. Did you, did you do Very that before little. any of the
0: audience turned up? Because that
1: is, <laughs> I'm, I'm speechless here. What, what relevance has that got to anything? I know, yeah, nothing to do with nativity. I don't think the old man was a canon bit of nativity. (laughs) You just run out of roles for kids. That's why some kids are trees. Is that why? Is that why
0: that famous picture of you riding on the back of a very upset elephant? Is that? Is that? Is that how you entered into the play?
1: Jesus rode a donkey into town. <laughs> yeah,
0: we haven't got one. I've got an <laughs> elephant, though. No. I'll tell you what, that's not bad. I'm disappointed yeah. about the lack of donkey, but the elephant is an upgrade. Um, <laughs> I was, a, I mean, in in probably the most ironic thing to ever happen to me, I was one yeah. of the three wise men.
1: Oh, Loki, which one? Did you watch your frankincense? Uh, I think the, I was frankincense, yeah.
0: Ah. Yeah, and, and um, I recently watched, um, because my niece... Uh, school had their nativity play, but no one was allowed to attend because of COVID. Mm. Um, they did it on a on a private um, YouTube video, and they sent it around to the parents. Oh, yes! And I was able I... to watch it, and um, I thought Betsy was the best. Right? I, honestly, I thought she was mm. the best. And you
1: should have then... left that comment, though. When... <laughs> no, you, could,
0: on you on couldn't YouTube leave comments channel. anyway. But I <laughs> thought she was the best. But and then I realised straight away that I'm one of those people that just thinks their niece or daughter, or whatever, is just the mm. best. And and, and admittedly. Bets only had like a couple of lines, but then they only had a couple of lines each anyway, because there's so many of them. Uh, <laughs> and she was the, I think she might've been the Archangel Gabriel or something. Mm. And she came down like, and just did a couple of lines, but she was really good.
1: I, I got, I got sent one um, for a, a, a mayor who lives in New York. So his kid is like this, a New Yorker. Nice. And she, uh, and she was doing something. So everyone was like socially distanced and in masks and stuff. And they were doing a little dance. But the problem is like he, she's got all of a, Dad's iPad, and she will send me stuff on his iCloud account, so it will come into my phone as if it's from him. So, hmm. at, you know, at like you know, one o'clock in the morning, I'll just get like a a ping on my phone, and Tony Windrum, a, a forty year old man, forty yesterday, a forty year old man, um, will just be sending me a, 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 a minions clip.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> God! First of all, of turn God, your phone Tony. turn your
1: phone off at night. <laughs> Because that is mental why are you getting pinged and, in the middle of the night yeah and 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 you sort of feel because it's a ban, you feel duty bound to sort of send something back but then you're like i don't have that much kind of like safe for work content on my phone so i'm just many. like oh what and and, and and i don't have any and and so i'm like all right so i go on youtube and i'm trying to find something that she'd like a, a cat dancing or something um and you and and I've got to sit there and watch five minutes of cats dancing in case there's anything horrific in the middle of it. You know what I mean, like a fucking suicide or something. this is Larry David stuff,
0: <laughs> isn't it? it is indeed,
1: isn't it? Just isn't it? Um, I um
0: <laughs> I I I found a good photo yesterday, which I sent to my um, sister the show to Bets, uh, my niece, which was mm. a cat in a barber's yeah. chair with the little smock on and everything, about to get a
1: haircut. Oh, that was your cat. No, it's not my cat. I just saw. the Oh, picture. right. Sorry, I was. Can gonna I send to it to you I, as yeah. well? Yeah, yeah. I think you sent it's it to the newly picture. The 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 newly um right. titled and Pete's your, uh, WhatsApp uh, page.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> now we've got a boss on this show that tells us what to do, haven't we?
1: Well, she, well, she, she's actually listening. Isn't it? I've just I, I completely forgot to invite her to this to the uh, recording session, and uh, I've only just remembered. She's listening. She's... That's why we don't pay money
0: for producers because you don't invite them.
1: <laughs> so they literally you getting are, money for nothing. You are uninvited. To <laughs> yeah. production. What have you done
0: this week? <laughs> nothing. Pete told me
1: absolutely
0: nothing. Um, so, Peter, have you got any more? Um, have you got any more um, nativity play stories other than the fact that you were banned from one and the other one? You played an old man who pulled another man's hand off.
1: Yeah, no, that's about it, really. I I think I was involved when I used to play the cornet or the trumpet. I I think I was involved in playing. Why are school level brass instruments? Why do they sound so mournful? That's what I want to know. You know, like when you hear like the Sally Army, the Salvation Army in the town centre playing, you know, Good King Wenceslas or you know, Onward Christian Soldiers or something. It is the most depressing tone of music I've ever heard in my life. It's just like, oh, mate. I can remember can So when I was at primary
0: school, two of the main things that I can remember, one is a, one of the cool teachers who was also the football coach who didn't pick me for the district um, final to be played at Gosport Borough's Ground. I wasn't even a sub, right? Mm. I still kind of liked him though. He was still a good teacher and a good football coach. He once tried to show us all how to do a, a hand clap press up. Do you know what that is? Right.
1: Uh, yeah, press up, clap, and then press up. Yeah, yeah, press up, jump, and then yeah. and he and he ended up breaking his own nose. And um, did he really? That is. Yeah, he did. That. How did he? I would have just walked into the sea. I would. Have, I, I would <laughs> I would have driven my car. Say what? I'm sorry, have, he, I'm, I've embarrassed myself. He could have walked into the sea in about
0: probably under ten minutes from our school as well. <laughs> um, so that was definitely an option for him. Uh, and yeah. the salt, presumably the very cold salt water would have helped his broken nose and the blood. Exactly, but anyway, yeah, so that's one of the things I remember. The other thing I remember is, um, for some reason, I don't know how this came about, right? But for some reason, I was either instructed or I volunteered or it was my idea, I don't fully remember, to play the flute, right?
1: Oh, right. Okay. Yeah.
0: And my parents obviously couldn't afford a flute because they, had, I mean, those kind of instruments are astronomically expensive, right? So it's probably the flute was probably about 600 quid and my and my McDonald's parents like Sagan
1: McDonald's straw
0: could have done that but the thing is mm. Pete the, the reason I never got into playing the flute is because you know you've got to put your mouth in like a weird way to actually start playing it,
1: it, um, it, it, it look you, you you kind of forced it to doing you know that face that Limmy does sometimes um, yes exactly that
0: too. exactly mm. that right so those who aren't flute enthusiasts or flute experts, well, in fact, even if you are, maybe you can email in mm. to confirm this. The flute comes apart, right? It's three parts. You've got the main big bulk with all the uh, buttons on it. You've got, for some mm. reason, you've got a separate end piece with another couple more buttons on it, and then the mm. front piece where you blow <clears throat> that can just be removed. Now, yeah. I don't know if this is de rigueur, but certainly when I was taught how to play the flute, which probably went on for about three weeks, and so justified my preposition not to buy me one. Um, you just you just got to use the first bit, so for the whole lesson, oh, all you were yes, doing right. was blowing into that first bit to show that you could blow into it properly before you even got anywhere near the main thing. I mean, it'd basically be like teaching someone how to play the guitar, for but for six weeks so there's no strings on the guitar.
1: But I remember what I'm just doing like chord patterns. I remember the first few violin lessons being playing like pizzicato, playing it like a guitar. Um, and, and just get your finger shapes. And also, I remember my first trumpet lessons was just playing, just going through the through yeah. the mouthpiece. It, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know whether that's like the separating the wheat from the chaff kind of thing. Like, if you can't do that, there's probably no point in us explaining what a spit valve is.
0: <laughs> yeah, the spit valve was disgusting. I remember, I remember at orchestra at school when I used to play. I think I had kind of demoted myself to drums by that point. And um, I can remember <laughs> just, a couple of. The t- I just imagine
1: so, that you just kind of let go. I'll do this now. I'm yeah. me out with the flute. I'll do this.
0: I went through a load of the different instruments, but anyway, I remember that like our school was like a quite a strong performing arts school, mm. and um, so the teach so they orchestra at the time was like quite a big deal, and so a lot of the teachers used to play in it, right?
1: Oh, at my okay. at my,
0: at my tutor, who. I, I quite liked it at the time, but looking back on it, it was a bit of a kind of legend in his own lunch hour type thing. He played the trombone. So we had this school orchestra like meet every year, every week, and it would have all these different instruments. And, the, and the, the tutor played the trombone, right? And I remember him being quite close to me, using that spit valve probably three or four times uh, in that hour session, and it just no, being no, no, absolutely no. disgusting. And, and listen, in a post-COVID environment now, no way, <laughs> not a yeah. chance. I'm not getting <laughs> near the it? geezer. What?
1: What is the um what is the people who have uh, who are who do play in brass bands and, and, and play play trombone? Well, I think that's all off now. Yeah, I guess that is just air, isn't it? I mean you could get you can't really wear that with a mask, could you? Uh,
0: you can't play a trombone with a mask on.
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> you ridiculous. Can you can probably
0: play that. the drums and conduct, but yes, that's it. <laughs> anyway, Peter, we've been talking for ages. We've got to take a break.
1: Oh yeah, shit. All
0: right. It's flown cool. by.
1: Is the break. This, this week, week on Stakhanov... Between the Lines with Melissa Reddy releases a brand new episode exploring the hot topic of head injuries in football. As well as exploring the sports link with dementia with neuropathologist Dr. Willie Stewart, Melissa spoke to ex-Tottenham star Ryan Mason, who was forced to retire after a devastating head injury aged 26. I couldn't look at light. I was sleeping for like 20 hours a day. I couldn't really hold a conversation. Um, Like I say, when when the brain gets an injury, the body almost just instinctively responds and it it almost just shuts everything else down down. Meanwhile, self-care club Wellness Road Tested have launched a brand new epilogue show. Join Lauren and Nicole every Friday where they'll be hearing about your experiences, talking to the experts and reading the very best wellness literature in the self-care book club. I think it's a totally life-changing book for sisterhood and womankind. It's revolutionary in how to adopt self-love and live for who you are. Search Between the Lines and Self Care Club on your favourite podcast player. All that and more at Stokarnov. That was the break. Did you enjoy it, everybody? But a Christmas festive commercial activity from Stokarnov <laughs> and Luke and Pete show. Thank you very much for coming. Uh, yeah. If you want to get in touch with the show, it's very simple. Uh, Luke, how can people get in touch with the show? You sound like Bob Mortimer. Does that make me the other uh, one? I I, has, I have sort of fallen to Bob Mortimer kind um, of. Yeah, my my favorite kind of Vic and Bob sketch is always um, the fun Tom Fun uh, and Derek. It was it, I just I just love the way that Vic Reeves talked as Derek. We've been kicked out of our accommodation, and he's like, <laughs> "Oh, it's a gyro day, Tom." It's just two misfits walking around. I, I like love like Vic and Bob.
0: I, I think they're both national treasures, but I love that undoubtedly they would have the idea and Vic would take it to the most ridiculous conclusion. Like, so for example, the MasterChef thing they used to do where before MasterChef Mm. became cool and quite watchable when it was just Lloyd Grossman, Mm. but obviously they had that idea for Vic to be Lloyd Grossman. And then before you know it, he's got a massive gigantic forehead. He's fit one (laughs) finger's a knife, the other finger's a fork and it's just gone Ah. off the scale. But anyway, um, the email address is hello at Luke and Pete show dot com this is traditionally the part of the show where we read through a few of your emails we've actually got a few good ones this week pete do you have you got one mm. now or do you want me to do one first
1: uh i have yeah let me uh, just go for it um let me have a look at this either today uh, or thursday we've got to do the one we got from the orthodox jew oh yes oh, well let's, well, let's, well, let's well, why don't we do that then let me go let me go to my starred section uh be a category uh, hi, fellas. Uh, Alex Dover. I don't think we actually... We, he actually sent Alex sent one uh, back in February, but I don't think we read it out. Uh, so apologies, Alex. Uh, following up on your Orthodox Jewish female clergy discussion, I can confirm that there are female rabbis. However, they are almost exclusively from the Reform denomination, who tend to be more on the progressive side of the Jewish spectrum. I would advise not going up to the obviously Orthodox Jewish men and women on the tube and broaching the subject with them, as they do not recognise this branch of Judaism, and certainly would not know any female rabbis. However, in my 28 years of practicing uh, Orthodox Judaism, um, blisters have not come up much. But I get a feeling if I asked my rabbi or of any gender of sex or, or sex about popping them over old ladies, it would not be considered heaven worthy behavior. You mentioned <laughs> <that> you, <laughs> yes, you mentioned that you were short of emails the that show, so maybe you can read my email out that you missed earlier in the uh, cult of all the best. Uh, I moved from Jerusalem to uh, Netanya, Netanya uh, since my last email. Um, shall I bash it? Shall I bash the uh, original email out?
0: Well, there's a lot, yeah, we can do, but there's a lot to unpack in that mm. first one. So, mm,
1: um,
0: okay, the first one comes from the fact that this one we just re- was, was the fact that we were talking about whether there are female clergy in, in the Orthodox Jewish community. So that's been that's been kind of cleared up. So thank you very much for that, Alex. The second one is about popping the blister over the old
1: lady. I don't. It wasn't an old lady, was it? Um, I would say she was in her sixties.
0: Oh, okay, that so, makes it so worse. I thought it was a young person.
1: No, 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 no! Goodness, no, no! She was, she, she was, she was. Uh, yeah, she was getting on, I think. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't ideal. He, I mean, whatever <laughs> way you slice it, whatever way that you slice. Don't my, slice uh, it. My...
0: <laughs> my, yeah, my do sore. his second email what are these Are like the first yeah, time around? Right. let's see how bad it was Alex,
1: Alex from Jerusalem formerly of Manchester who's now in Netanyahu obviously uh, hi fellas long time first time wanted to, well second time now uh, wanted to add a religiously uh, mandated beer to the beer category discussion presumably we were talking about beer back then in February before this yeah. all went to shit uh, the Jewish yeah. festival of Passover which is in around, in around uh, six weeks celebrates the Israelites leaving Egypt and one of the main features is the prohibition of consuming all grain products it's more nuanced than this but it can be from a for a different episode at the particular discussion. Uh, this means no food or drink that are grain based, as well as ensuring that aren't any of these products in our houses. To go the extra... That's big, isn't it? I not to get rid of it all. Uh, to yeah. go the extra mile, we also change over all the kitchen and tableware to special stuff that gets kept in the loft and only gets used on Passover. That's very Christmassy, isn't it? That, that's kind of... Like, yeah, it's nice. That's societal rather than uh, religious, I'd say, in many ways. um, The, the night that Passover finishes, we change everything uh, back to normal and return the Passover stuff to the loft. Having been prohibited uh, from having a beer for eight days, there is nothing better than the first sip of a cold one while uh, lugging all the boxes up that weird ladder to the loft. It's um, <laughs> It's great, it's a very uh, ex- niche beer, but I'm enjoying it. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, I'm having it. Um, extra fact, is there a like, particular brand that, that, that's the one that you go for? Is, it, is that tied to anything or are you just, you know, dealer's choice? Uh, extra fact, the uh, Vilna Gan, uh, one of the biggest rabbis of the 18th century from, Lith- from Lithuania, was said to go straight down to the pub as soon as Passover was over for a swift one. Uh, I'm not sure Mr. Gale- Mrs. Gaon was uh, too happy with this tradition, but if that's what God wants, <laughs> who am I to argue all the best? Alex from Jerusalem, Manchester, uh, etc. Thank you very yeah. much fella.
0: That's good stuff and, I, and I, I, mm. I, in some ways in some ways I'm quite um not envious but but <clears throat> I do I do admire from a distance because I'm not a religious person. I do admire from a distance the theatre of it and the community of it and <clears throat> I can see why people want to be involved.
1: But 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 the thing the question I've got is who's got here, the best mis- religious hat?
0: Oh they love the hats. That's the thing isn't it? A Look, lot of it comes be- from people wanting to wear. Best, hats.
1: Yeah. I I like the yamaka because it's so it's 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 understated isn't it it's like it's like a little it's it's like a, it's like you're going guys i'm not all about it but look on my head yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm jewish i'm into this uh, i think no, I like i like
0: that. i like um i like the ones that you see some of the archdeacons wear on some of the big occasions i
1: just mm. i mean who's
0: even thought of a hat like
1: that i mean mm. it's it's Get incredible a- Japanese women wear big um, kind of Queen Amidala kind of eggs on the head uh, when they get married. I, I, think, that's, uh, I think that's religious um, and not just Very nice. um, something you do. But, it, but, but, but the
0: question I was going to ask, and I don't mean this in an offensive way, uh, it's a genuine question. Depends on how it comes why, out, why, <laughs> Yeah, but why do people think that an omnipotent, omniscient God, I mean, he can do anything, right? Mm. He can do anything. Why do people think that he would care about the detail? Why, why, why do you think he spends his time or her time, whatever, worrying about mm. what food people are eating on a certain day? It's a genuine question. I think he's going to be a mm. big picture guy. He's got the whole universe to worry about. <laughs> I just don't think he's going to be spending his time getting bogged down on that. So if anything is going to get you I a pass when you I go up it's there, the brown it's probably going to be the... that.
1: I think it's the brown M&M's, mate. I think, it's the, I think it's, you know, look after the detail and the rest will just sort of fall into place. I, had a
0: massive, I ate a massive bag of peanut butter M&M's last night and there was nothing holy about that, let me tell you.
1: <laughs> or was it brown Skittles? I can't remember. What What, what was the one that... Um, brown M&M's. Brand, M&Ms. Brown do you know M&Ms the story like about
0: that? that? Do you know what the story is yeah, behind that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think yeah, our listeners will fun. be interested or should I just leave it?
1: I would say it's a well-worn path, but all I right. mean, if you could do it in 10... If you could do it in 10 seconds, do the story of uh, Van Halen... And the brown M&Ms in ten seconds, starting in five seconds, uh, you'll be a man, my son. Five, a four, three, two, go.
0: They put the uh, request for brown M&Ms to be removed because they wanted to make sure that the tech people were paying attention to the rider and that everything would be done properly.
1: Yes,
0: there you go. That was ten seconds, right? I don't know if it made Wonderful. any sense, but.
1: If you need remember, further clarification,
0: um, just tweet me, guys. Tweet me
1: <laughs> on on God and all that. Um, I remember. Oh God, I can't remember the name of the stand-up, but he made a point. He said he was walking. He was walking somewhere and like uh, somewhere, and he and he saw a, a guy with a yamaka that was that was like um, a slice of watermelon, and he sort of said, huh. "Look, if." If, if God is that kind of like laissez faire about you having a watermelon yamaka, I think you'd be all right with not wearing it at all, to be honest. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, like you say. It's, yeah. It's a it's really like, good yeah. point. Todd Barry. Todd Barry was a stand up. Really yeah. I'm just having some fun with it. It's, well, maybe don't wear it at all I admit. mate. <laughs> taking the piss.
0: Shall we squeeze one more email in before we go? Because um, you squeeze just reminded it in. me, just. Just by saying, well, making me think of the word fruit, I've, uh, I found another email this week that was sent in lovely. by Gary that I enjoyed. So I'm going to read that one. He says, hi, guys. Um, oh, by the way, everyone, I've got a really squeaky chair. I'm sorry about that. So if you hear these weird noises, it's this chair that I've had since I was eight years old that I refuse to throw out, and my wife wants real, but I'm keeping it. So I understand it's not conducive to a record. So apologies if you can hear it in the background. I'll endeavour not to use it next time. I just completely forgot that I was sat on it. So apologies for that. Anyway, Gary says, hi, guys. Um, just listening to you talk about what arcade machines you would have in pubs, um and Lucas do you get to choose and do you get to keep the money so here's here's a bit of information before i get into it though i did follow our other listeners um advice and try and play a bit of black tiger on the uh, macbook oh on yeah the arcade emulator fucking appalling i wish i'd <laughs> never done it it's abysmal i've fucking ruin my own childhood i should never have it's done it it's
1: not known as it's not known as a classic i mean I, i've never mate really back in the day it was epic yeah it it may have been in gosport where the no, nah, this was in kids, um, this is in Mallorca,
0: mate, in Palmer in Mallorca. <laughs>
1: right. Okay, yeah. right. Yeah, I just I just I've just never heard of it before before you mentioned yeah. it.
0: <laughs> Gary goes on to say, Yeah, it's not like a it's not like a do you know what was also really good? Operation Wolf. We ain't got time for that now. Anyway, mm. Gary also says I remember back in the early nineties when we as kids could spend a whole Saturday in the pub after our dad's football team had played, living on a healthy diet of panda pops and crisps, waiting for gladiators to start, and we were told about a special fruit machine. In the pub, there was a fruit machine of which the brewery had a choice as to what went in and and took a large cut of it, basically. So they would put the fruit machine in there, and they would take a cut. And Gary estimates it was something like 80% goes to the brewery. However, somebody knew of another one going cheap, uh, and this was the special fruit machine. They put that one in there, and they turned the original one off and put a sign on it saying, out of order. Then the money that was made on the new special fruit machine went out and was shared between the landlord and the team of staff, which is a great... Oh, no, sorry, not the team of staff, the football team, which was a great right. way to enhance the football team's sponsorship deal. Um, so I guess they had loads of money for the, uh, for the end of season piss-up or whatever. He said the plan went really well until a brewery official came to inspect the pub. Uh, apologies had to be made for the misunderstanding, but it did raise a few quid for everyone involved. Uh, and that's from Gary. That's a great little scheme. I love those that's things. You can't get away with that kind of stuff anymore because everything's fucking automated. and Euro- Everything's Euroxy automated.
1: Right? Everything There'll be like, yeah, you, you'll have some kind of like microchip in the in, in the fruit machine that figures it all out and absolutely shops you to the busies. Rubber. I'll tell you
0: what, Pete, you're, you're absolutely right. And back in the day when I used to go to my local, uh, when I was living back down south, um, the Seahorse was our local for a while. Good pub. Um, I used to be quite fascinated by the guy who used to turn up fixing the fruit machines. It seemed like a great job to me. <laughs> like driving around, fixing different fruit machines and different like pubs. after the a spin. Yeah, I think it's a bit like that, isn't it? It's a bit like a, a real kind of working class British Transians version of the Wichita kind of... Line Man.
1: It's like I am a fruit machine like... man for the county.
0: But Pete, would that not be a good job? Swift pint in the ear, ear or there? You know, well, fixing the fruit machine, chatting mean, to the
1: obviously locals. Be you'd, you'd be in a van because you'd have fruit machine bits coming out your behind. True. You, so, and you'd be delivering fruit machines. So it, it wouldn't just be coming and fixing that. You'll be doing easy fixes. You'd be unclogging dirty, up people who put dirty old guineas in there and that. That's all it is. Where's that come from? A guinea? Yeah, well, people would be trying to. Put, do you remember guineas? Guineas Guineas no. were in my house quite a lot in the 80s.
0: No, I remember I don't hating know why.
1: Uh, I don't remember those. I remember half. Oh yeah, what Hair pennies and half pennies. Yeah, yeah I remember half pennies. Did we ever, Would we have ever used them? Half I don't pennies? think so. But in
0: that big Bell's whiskey bottle that my parents used to keep changing, there was a load of half mm. pennies in there.
1: Oh god! Mad, like the one day we have uh, Natalie, our producer, listening. That is <laughs> that is what we're talking about: half yeah. pennies and guineas. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> but so I, I would have thought that a fruit machine mechanic in a nice town. Mm. it out of the way somewhere, would be a perfect job for you. You're telling me you don't want it?
1: Well, I, I, I like the idea of like not having to talk to anybody. It, Fixing you know, things? Just coming in and sort of, yeah, just having that kind of ego boost of being the man who comes in and sorts it out. You're like yeah. the wolf out of Pulp Fiction, but with more dirty guineas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> more, more coins.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. All right. Let's get out a bit. I this I think has been a right long one. Oh, it's been a long one, is not it? Yeah we just flown by. follow the Joys of Spring, mate. Follow the Joys of Spring. We'll be treat. back on Thursday, Christmas Eve. If you've got time to uh, review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast, that would be appreciated because it turns out it helps. In an inexplicable way, it bloody helps, doesn't it, Luke?
0: Yeah, and, and I think if you do listen to this show and mm. you don't think it's worth five stars, take a yeah. moment to stop being so arrogant and think that you might be wrong and then give it five stars I, anyway because we could be right and you could be wrong. It's possible. Mm.
1: Well, I, I just think that if you've sat down and listened to this for half an hour, um, it—it's like when I buy a video game that's not very good. I have to play it to its yeah, end. Yeah, you've come this otherwise far. Otherwise, I've just wasted the yeah. money. Yeah, I wasted. Yeah. Money. You've given us half an hour of your time, nearly forty minutes. Uh, th- th- this episode. If you don't think it's worth it, then you know you, you've let yourself down. It's yeah. nobody else. See it
0: through to the end. You coward. Exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> for once in your life. For once in your yeah. fucking life, you loser. <laughs> L-O-L-O-S-E-R Listen L-O-S-E-R loser. And if you think this is bad, we've done 10 full minutes
0: on dog shit before, so <laughs> strap yourself in. Anyway, we'll see you on All Christmas right. Eve. We're gonna pre-record Christmas Eve's episode because by the time it comes out, I will be pissed. See you next time.
1: <laughs> Ta-da. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network.